0: Welcome to another episode of Your Way with No Way. Uh, Today, we're having a bit of a Halloween special as we are coming to Halloween this weekend. And I know a hot thing that probably a lot of people have been doing is watching scare movies. And I think I found the perfect guy to talk scare movies today. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me is Brent Smith, also known by Fuhabi Music. How are you, man?
1: I'm doing good, Noé. Thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast.
0: No problem, man. Um, As as the video people, the people watching uh, YouTube can already tell from the background. um, This you are a hardcore scary movie fan, right? I,
1: I'm I'm pretty into scary movies. Yeah, after watching this. (laughs) They can literally see my uh, Michael Myers paintings behind me. And then I have other paintings like Leatherface, uh, Pennywise, Jason Voorhees. So, yeah, I'm pretty into it. I I collect action figures. I'll watch the movies. I'll buy the masks, too. Um, Yes, I'm definitely into horror.
0: That's awesome. Um, So I guess let's start from the beginning, like always. Uh, do you remember your very first scary movie that you watched? Do you remember where you started?
1: Yes. So the very first movie that I watched as a as a little kid, I had to been about five or six, was Child's Play with uh, Chucky, Charles Lee Ray. Mm-hmm. And that movie scared me so much because when I was around that age, they had this doll called My Buddy. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's pretty much the exact same thing as Chucky was. Mm-hmm. It's this little doll that you play with. He's your best friend. So right after I watched that movie, the first thing I did was grab my My Buddy doll and put it in the closet every night so because I did not want him waking up <laughs> and uh getting me in the middle of the night. Like it traumatized me for a while. And and that my buddy doll stayed there for quite some time in that closet. I would I would play with him during the day, but once night hit, Nope. But I'm right in that closet. It was pretty uh, scary.
0: Do you still have that My Buddy doll?
1: Um, you know what? I may have it, but it's oh, probably wow. at my parents' house. I used to have it uh I know this sounds so bad, but I used to have it hanging from the from my door when I was a teenager. Still even then <laughs> I didn't trust it. <laughs> yeah, my sister can definitely uh verify this cuz she was little and she would always see that doll hanging from, from my doorway. But I'm pretty sure I have it. It's just at my parents' house right now.
0: And so it developed from there. And do you... So it started with Chucky. And then once it developed into more... Did you find a particular series that you like?
1: Okay, so once I saw Chucky, for some reason, me and my brother, because we watched them at the same time with my mom, we wanted to watch nightmare on Elm street cause it, it had been out for a while and we had heard about it and we normally weren't allowed to watch scary movies or like rated R type movies. But for some reason we must've really just beaten her down and she agreed to rent it <laughs> and, and, uh, and, you know, let us watch it. And I was super freaked out after that one too. Like I, after I watched Freddy Krueger, you know, tear up all those kids and whatnot. I did not want to go to to bed. I always thought he was underneath my bed for the longest time. Um, So it kind of just morphed into Nightmare on Elm Street. And then what really hooked me is when I first saw Halloween, I was about 12 years old. And I had seen Halloween a little bit on like TNT or or TBS or or one of those stations where they would play uh, scary movies like that. But when I saw Halloween... For the first time, I was like hooked with Michael Myers, and that's pretty much who I collect now. And, um, you know, that's pretty much my favorite movie character. I love everything about Halloween—the music, the just everything about it is so good. The music, the way it's it's um, lighted, like it's pretty much. I think it's the best slasher film if if you could call it a slasher.
0: Um well you mentioned something there how there's music and lighting um do you uh could you explain a little um I guess what entices you aside from you know the good story but all those little t- details they tell they help the story develop right?
1: They definitely do cuz if you if you watch Halloween like with the mute, with mute you know, muted, and you're just looking at it, it doesn't really seem that scary. And, and you know, it's, it's a 40-year-old-plus movie right now, so it's probably not scary to most kids these days. But, you know, back in those times, people were more scared. Uh, you know, they weren't as, I guess, I guess now we're not as uh, sensitive, you know, back mm-hmm. then. But it was pretty scary. If you listen to it, with no sound, it doesn't look scary. But once you hear that, that dun, 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 like it will creep you out. And the, just the way John Carpenter on certain things, like when uh I have the scene right here actually on my on my T uh, shirt, it's when Jamie Lee's crying, and just in the corner you see Michael Myers, and then they they. Uh, open up that lighting and you can see mm-hmm. the corner of his face right there. I'm, I know for the people that are actually listening, they can't see me pointing at the shirt, but it's a very iconic scene. And without that kind of stuff to set up the the suspense and whatnot, I don't think Halloween would be as good as a movie as it was without those little minor de- minor details that you don't normally catch. And a lot of people have tried to mimic it and um, they've not done so well.
0: Um. The and it's a movie that has been brought up back and back over the years, uh, until most recently. So, are, are you content kind of with the way it's been kind of progressed? Yes, yeah, so
1: I know Rob Zombie remade Halloween in like 2009 or 2010, and I was actually pretty happy with that movie i know a lot a lot of people don't like it it's just the second one that he made i'm not a fan of i did like the that they re they somewhat rebooted it's actually a, a direct mm-hmm. sequel from the first one uh in 2018 and i actually like the way they go in. there's so many the thing about halloween is there's so many like different storylines on it they It's kind of hard. Like if you're not a real hardcore fan, you won't really understand what's going on because in the original sequel, which was made in like 1981 Halloween 2, it turns out that Laurie, Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, character is the brother of Michael Myers. But in this Mm -hmm. most recent one in 2018, they just erase all that. And they continue it as if he was just stalking a babysitter. So there's so much confusing stuff. And I do like the way it went, even with four, five, and six. I even like Halloween three, which doesn't even have Michael Myers. (laughs) (laughs) Like the only time he shows up is during like a little commercial of the original Halloween. But other than that, it's there's no Michael Myers. And I know a lot of people didn't like that back when it first came out. But if you actually watch that movie i mean it's pretty underrated i really like it it has a pretty catchy song a pretty good story and you know it doesn't get the credit that it it, it should deserve and tommy lee wallace who's director i've talked to him about this at comic con oh, wow. and yeah I've, I've met him and nick castle who's who played the majority of michael myers in the first halloween film and he says that you know it doesn't get as much credit as it does it deserves as well but he I don't know. I told him I loved it and he was very happy to hear that.
0: When you first watched Halloween the first time, did you think it would be coming to the phenomenon it was it has become now as iconic it is, as it is now? Well, I could see why
1: it why it was the one you know the number one independent uh, horror film for a long time. I think Blair Witch broke broke it uh, you know, when that came out in the nineties. But yeah, like I could see why they wanted sequels for it, because it's—I mean—it's a pretty iconic film. There's not many two films that too many films that can beat it, at least in my eyes. I know you know maybe there aren't like Myers fans, and I am fans of other uh, slasher type films. Like I do like Freddy Krueger, uh, Leatherface. I I do like enjoy those movies, even the remakes too. I enjoy them, but. There was just something about Halloween that got me hooked. And I've, you know, I don't mind watching the other movies. But if I were to watch, if I were to, you know, sit down and watch a movie, it's usually going to be a Halloween movie. Even if it is Halloween three or four or five, it doesn't really matter. I I love Halloween.
0: How many times have you dressed up as (laughs) as, uh, Michael Myers for Halloween?
1: (laughs) Yes. So it's funny that you bring that up because I was trying to think about that, too. I started dressing up as Michael Myers at around age 16. That's around mm-hmm. when I could drive, I could get a job. And I remember going to Spencer's and buying the only licensed Halloween or Michael Myers mask that they had. And if you look at this, pic, you know, if you look at this mask, it looks nothing like the original mask. It's like <laughs> horrible looking. It It's it, it's not scary at all. I, it, if it resembled any mask, it was Halloween 6 mask, but I didn't care. I had a Michael Myers mask. I had my my jumpsuit. I had my boots. And every year since about 16 on, I've dressed up as Michael Myers in some way, shape, or form. It may not have been that original Spencer's mask because I have gotten older and, you know, made a little bit more, more money to where I could buy nicer masks. I do have mass produced masks from like trick or treat studios. And I've also bought custom masks. I have a few custom masks too that are more um, that look a lot better, you know, uh, like the original one and not that crazy one, but you know what, that's all they had. It's, you know, and that's all I could afford at the time too. So yeah, every year I've dressed up as home. I mean, excuse me, as Michael Myers since about 16 years. So that's like 20 plus years I've been, playing michael myers and the thing about that too is i stay in character so if i'm going trick-or-treating with my little cousin or my nieces yeah. and they talk to me i don't say anything i just i just look at them and they they know too they they kind of get scared in the beginning mm-hmm. but then they kind of go along with it and I, they like to try to tease other kids and try to get me to talk but i just i just stay in character, and I don't know. I I like doing it. It's only usually one night a year. I'll wear
0: it. So, uh, I go all out. That's so cool.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I've scared a lot of, I've scared a lot of kids unintentionally, um, just, you know, coming out from, from the corner of the street or something. But I have, when I was younger, I did try to scare them intentionally, but now I don't do it. I don't try to, you know, um, put the focus on me, but kids I mean little kids four or five years old, even toddlers, they just see a blank pale face, and it's scary, you know, and I'm not talking so I could see why they're scared, and they've probably never even seen this movie, but you know that's that's the thing about Michael Myers is mm-hmm. and why I'm drawn to it is because I believe he could really exist, like Freddy Krueger. that's not really happening in real life, <laughs> Jason Voorhees. Maybe in the beginning, but now he's, like, supernatural and all that. That's not really happening. But Michael Myers could really exist out there, and I think that's what really drew drew him towards me. Like, this guy could exist, and he could be wearing this creepy mask.
0: Um. Well, then, uh, do you know the inspiration behind uh, Michael Myers? Um, the ma-
1: like, how they uh, made the mask? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the story. Yes. Yeah, so um, Tommy Lee Wallace, he's the one that uh, made the mask. So they had bought several masks. One of them was used in, or I think two of them were Mm -hmm. used in the movie. The first mask was that little clown mask in the very beginning that little Michael Myers wears. That was one of the masks they used. And then the second mask was, I think, like a skull or something. And the third mask was a Captain Kirk uh, Star Trek mask. But obviously they didn't deem that scary enough. So what they wound up doing was uh shaving the sideburns off, painting it white, opening the eyelids a little bit more so the actor could see it, and then they um uh, I think they spray painted it black or or like a a, a darker brown. And that's really? how they got the uh iconic look. Yeah. There's actually a YouTube video of Tommy Lee explaining it. And um uh, it's pretty cool. You should actually check it out. i don't I don't know what it's called, but it he basically tells you how he how he created that mask. And then they bought multiple masks, two of this of the same Captain Kurt and redid it. So I think there was like three or four masks uh for that film. Mm-hmm. The original one, I know is still um it's still
0: uh, kept somewhere exists,
1: yes, mm-hmm. but it's it's been. It's degraded a lot since it's an old mask, and uh, I think that there's another one from Halloween too because they reused a, a few of those. I think that one exists mm-hmm. as well, but there's it's, not too many that exist from the original funny. Halloween.
0: It's funny to think that it's Captain Kirk who you're looking at, technically. right? <laughs> yes. I've also
1: seen memes where they compare Michael Myers to Mariah Carey. I don't know if you've seen those Wait, those what? memes before too. Yeah, there there's there's a meme where they like dress dress the mask up as Mariah Carey and then they do a side by side picture of Mariah Carey. And it, it does look i sim- I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it does look similar, <laughs> but uh I when I see those those memes, I just like, no, no, Captain Kirk. <laughs>
0: um and as you were talking about the, the memorabilia is out there. Can you talk yes. about uh, the, the fandom side when it comes to scare movies? Like so you said, you mentioned Comic-Con, which is yeah. So is there like a whole section of where, yeah. you know, yeah, scary they have fanatics?
1: Yes, they have actually like horror conventions. I haven't actually been to a horror convention, but I know they have. I mean, it's not just for Halloween. It's for other movies like Sleepaway Camp, The Exorcist. All those type movies. Um, the the comic conventions that I have gone to, I've met. Uh, it, it's just been normal uh, cons, normal ones. It's not specific to horror, but they do have horror uh, aspects. Because I I've met Robert England, who plays Freddy Krueger. He's very nice. Most of the people that play these characters, they're very nice. I've met Heather Langenkamp. She's the one that plays Nancy in the original Nightmare on Elm Street, but there is so much fandom. People draw, people draw, draw them. Sell their art. I have the art behind me. They've been making um, action figures for a while now. So I guess back in the '80s, there wasn't too many licensed things for Freddy, Jason, Michael mm-hmm. Myers. But within the past, I would say ten or fifteen years, that has changed a lot. All mm-hmm. these uh, toy makers, like NECA mcfarland they're getting licenses for halloween and other um other franchises and they're making figures and i actually have several of them um mostly That's michael Myers, of course
0: yeah mm-hmm. what, uh would you say that michael Myers is up there when it comes to between the fan favorites or would you say it's, yeah true? i think you have a
1: big a big three or a big four of Jason Voorhees, which is Friday the Thirteenth, Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, Michael Myers, uh, Halloween, and then Leatherface is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'd say they're your big, your big three or four. Uh, I do want to mention this too. Like one of my pet peeves is when people mix them up. Like
0: oh. <laughs> when they say,
1: "Oh." Don't you like Jason Voorhees? And I'll say, I, I do like Jason Voorhees, but I, I really like Michael Myers. He's the one with the, the, the white mask and not the, the hockey mask. Because it just it just grinds yeah. my gears when, when they mess that up.
0: <laughs> I bet. I bet. I'm sure
1: I'm not the only one, but it's like, oh, oh no. And, and even Scream kind of, the movie Scream kind of touched on it in that opening sequence. She mm-hmm. guessed the, the character wrong. And so it's kind of like a pet peeve for for
0: most horror fans, I think. So that movie, literally the beginning scene, you were like, I'm done. I'm
1: out of here. Yeah, when when she answered wrong, I was like, well, you're going to die because it's not Jason (laughs) Voorhees. And Scream is like an homage to Halloween. Uh, So I actually like Scream, too. Uh, I don't watch... I don't really watch the, n- the newer horrors for some reason. Mm-hmm. I like sticking to the seventies, eighties and sometimes nineties. I don't know what it is. I just like watching those, that era of movies. I will watch some of the new ones, but it's, it's rare, like I think the most recent one I saw was exorcism of Emily Rose. And I don't really like those type of movies like devil. And that stuff is not for me. I, w- I would rather just have, uh, Slasher type movies, those, those are the kinds I, I typically try to watch.
0: Yeah, I was about to ask, like, how uh, what's your uh input when it comes to the progression of scary movies in general? You know, uh, you said you mentioned slashers, the genre yeah. you, you prefer, and then I guess it went from slasher to like a more like jump scare, and now it's more like psychological yes. kind of deal,
1: exactly. Yeah, so not these newer movies are more into s- jump scares, like you said, than to actually building suspense. I think that's where a lot of these newer movies are lacking is the, is the build up of suspense and they'd rather just jump scary, kind of like Rob Zombie's Halloween when he re, he remade it. He did a lot of that, j- that jump scary. And now it's, I, I seen that it now it's more kind of shifted to, um, like folklore, uh, urban legend type movies like uh La Lorona, I think is what it's called or Annabelle, those mm-hmm. type movies that it's kind of shifted more to, I guess, towards a, a reality or something that's based off ur- an urban legend. And they were kind of doing that in the two thousands too. Uh, but more so now with all like insidious, I don't, I don't actually watch Insidious or Annabelle or, or any of those type movies. I, I I tend to stick to the older ones because I'm going to be honest, I like watching the cheesy graphics sometimes and <laughs> and knowing like these, you know, these teenagers are, are getting, you know, making out and, you know, about they're about to get killed in like five minutes. So yeah. I like those type of movies. I will watch them if someone like invites me to watch them, but they're not my go-to movies at it's all.
0: Fun funny that, that and i think people will always have that kind of love to those like typical scenes like you're driving an old truck in the middle of texas it's two girls two guys and then it breaks down in the middle of nowhere and it's on you know <laughs> like you,
1: yeah you know you're just waiting to see who's the next one to to, to to die first or who's gonna die next and how how are they gonna die but yeah i don't know i mean because those things actually can really happen. I I feel like, so people have been in those certain situations in the middle of nowhere, you know, their tire got flat and they're like, what am I going to do? It is creepy out here in this area. Um, I do want to also mention that I have seen the hostile movies and I don't like those either. That is <laughs> just too, too real for me. Like if it's too real for me, I, I tried to, t- stay away from it i know that's kind of the opposite of what i said about halloween but it's not like i'm going out there killing people and Mm -hmm. becoming michael myers but like people torturing people that's that stuff does happen i'm sure it does and i i just don't want to see see it on on my movies you know like that's that hits it's too crazy even like taken not that that's a scary movie but that stuff actually has happened Mm -hmm. and you know I i don't like that kind of stuff
0: have you ever been in a situation where you literally felt like you were in a scary movie? Like <laughs> you were driving your truck somewhere and then it broke down no. in the middle of the night or something like that?
1: No, thank goodness. I have not encountered that because, well, I think I would be able to survive. I would try to find a weapon or something, you know, but... <laughs> uh, no, I would not. I would not do that. I've never been in that situation. And if I was, I think I'd, I'd come out. All right. I think I'd survive. <laughs> but I hope to never be coming. You know, I hope to never. That never happens to me.
0: So talking about the, the real side to these scare movies, you've met a lot of the actors that have yeah. been in this. Movie. Is there any like particular conversation that you know re- you remember word by word because it was just so impressive or so well, really when made I'm an impression on you?
1: Yeah. So when I met Nick Castle, who played Michael Myers, the majority of Halloween, uh, the first film, it was about 2014 or 15. And one of the first things I asked him was, have you seen Rob Zombie's Halloween and did you like it? And he's like, I never seen it. But, you know, I know he he did his own thing. And uh, John John Carpenter, the original director, gave his blessing. So um I don't really have a comment on it. it. It was kind of fascinating that he hadn't seen it. And maybe he has seen it since. But when I talked to him about that, I was just really taken aback by that. Like, what? You didn't see the remake? Because, <laughs> I mean, you pretty much were Michael Myers the whole movie of the first. And you would want to watch. Well, I think you'd want to watch the new guy, Tyler Maine, who wound up playing him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he plays Sabretooth in the X-Men movies. He's like six seven or six six tall guy. You would think you'd want to kind of compare how he played Michael Myers to you, but he didn't seem that interested. And I know that Nick Castle actually has a little small part in the 2018 Halloween film. Uh, So that was really cool of Blumhouse for them to bring back some of the original people to kind of do little mini cameos.
0: uh, Like bringing back the original people, do you have any hopes for slasher films in the future?
1: (laughs) no i don't actually i know that (laughs) what what i ideally would because halloween there's two more uh there's two more um films that they're gonna do halloween kills and halloween ends i think is the the third film Mm -hmm. but no i don't i just i just don't see it i think they're just gonna keep rebooting it like they rebooted nightmare on elm street in 2010 and friday the 13th i think in 2009 uh, yeah, I don't think slasher films are good. Get- I think they're pretty much done unless someone comes up with the new idea, which um, I guess it hasn't happened because if they did, they wouldn't be remaking all these old movies. I mean, they've remade The Hills Have Eyes. Pretty much every every successful franchise has been rebooted. Texas Chainsaw has had so many different prequels and sequels and, and reboots. It's, it's kind of crazy. And unless someone comes up with the new slasher, you know, uh character. I just don't I don't think that's gonna be anything in the future. Jeepers Creepers kinda touched on it with mm-hmm. with the um they have like two or three movies, I believe, but since then, not not too much. Even Scream was kind of newer, but since then I don't think there's gonna be too many slasher films in the future after um these Halloween's and and I think it's 2022 is when they're gonna release the third one.
0: And I think it was I, uh one of the most recent series that that got rebooted was that guy right behind you who Oh yes Finn. I, I kinda, Yeah, <laughs> how did I forget
1: about Pennywise? Yeah. Uh I actually liked the, the the reboots of those. The second one was a little bit I it was just kind of all over the place and it was really long compared to the first one, but yeah. Uh Pennywise, he's up there too. I guess it would be a top five of him too. He, he'd be the fifth guy in there. Uh, what? Uh And then I guess you got to kind of include Chucky too. So his is six. So those are your main ones. But yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like the original 1991 because it scared me as a kid. I remember when it came out uh, as a, it was a TV movie. It was two parts. I remember I saw that. And when I saw Pennywise, this this guy right here. <laughs> as as you know tim curry playing him and being oh, it, it it creeped me out but i'm not actually scared of clowns a lot of people are scared of clowns but cl- yeah, i don't not. mind clowns it's just the way that he looked is it was really creepy especially when you're a kid i think it came out when i was 7 or 8 uh when when that came out and it it freaked me out a, a little bit but not as much as the other ones
0: when it comes to the actors that play this these scary characters, do you know or do you have any pet peeves in particular that uh or a trend that you saw among all these guys that were iconic playing their characters that you were like that's why you know they did they're so iconic and they did so well um i I don't really. Notice that, but
1: there are some things when I do watch horror movies, I'm like, "What? Why are they doing that? Like, a normal person would do this, you know? Like, mm-hmm. try to go for the phone or or scream or you know or do something." So, I like while I do like the slash films, I do like them to where they actually make sense, and it's not like s- something where like, well, "Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't you grab a knife, you know, to defend yourself?" Because most people mm-hmm. would do that. So. I don't. I don't know really about that. That.
0: <laughs> I guess it's kind of hard to. It would be kind of hard to do a slasher film nowadays because everybody has cell phones. And right. Stuff, exactly.
1: Right? So the, yeah. So the only I, only way I feel it would work is and, and it kind of. I thought they were going to kind of go that route with cabin in the woods is where you know you get no cell phone service. You're in a creepy cabin. Uh. But yeah. Now that not just cell phones and. It's, I think it's kind of hurt the slasher films, unless you're out in the woods somewhere where there is no service, or in the middle of the desert, or somewhere somewhere it seems plausible where you don't have that access to a cell phone tower or whatnot. So I think that might have also hurt slasher films, um, you know.
0: So camping is the future for slasher films.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and that's kind of how Friday the 13th started. It was, you know, uh, a camp crystal lake and you know there's nothing you know nothing but woods out there in a lake so it's pretty easy for someone to go out there and start hacking up people and not not anyone really hearing it because they're in the middle of the woods
0: so so you have that cool memorabilia you've been to the cons have you been to uh some of the places where they filmed or was there's been mostly like studio places
1: no, I have not, and I want to go. I, I definitely know where they're at. I've seen people on YouTube go to the filming locations, and one of my bucket list items is to go to the Myers House, the the original Michael Myers House. Oh, wow. They actually moved it like a, like a street down, and it's a, some sort of office, like a dental office <laughs> or whatnot, and and there's they actually have signs on it that say, do not enter. Uh, without permission. And then they, they know it's the Michael Myers house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so you can go. I, I'm pretty sure you can just go on the steps or whatnot and take a picture. And then there's another house uh, that I want to go to. And they they know that it's a uh, its a house or, or part of the scene. It's where Jamie Lee Curtis is sitting down on this little edge or stone pillar with a, with a pumpkin in front of this house. And I've seen YouTube videos where, where it's that that pillar is worn down from all the people that have gone to that house. Grab the pumpkin off off the porch because the owners are actually really cool and have pumpkins there for you to grab and use. And you can take a picture. You sit on that spot they they show that it's starting to get, you know, pretty bare and worn down. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the or two of the places I want to go. And then I want to go to uh, the hedge where Michael Myers pops out of. Uh, in one of the scenes where Laurie says she, she sees him, and then she tells Annie, "Oh, I think he's over there." And she's like, "Where?" And they they go they go around and they look at at him, and he's gone. I wanna I wanna pop out from behind that hedge <laughs> and get a video of it <laughs> or that bush. And it it as far as I know, that hedge is still there. No, it hasn't been chopped down. So I'm hoping soon I can go go do that. It's in California, okay. um, and I do want to also visit. Uh, Camp Crystal Lake. I think that's in New Jersey uh, when mm-hmm. where they did the filming there. And then some of Nightmare on Elm Street. I can't go to all of them, uh, but I want to go to the ones that have really impacted me. And I also would like to go to the, some of the 2018 Halloween. I think it was done in North Carolina. I, I wouldn't mind going to those filming locations. But yeah, I've seen people post videos of of the film locations. And I'm like, man, I really want to do that. Dressed up and everything, and then you know, take videos or pictures or whatnot.
0: That's definitely on
1: my bucket list.
0: I love how there's this whole fandom that's past Halloween time, like it's 247.
1: Yeah, it's all the time. I'm on some Facebook groups for Halloween, and they have a countdown, like as soon as Halloween happens. the next day, November first, it's like three hundred and sixty-four more days till Halloween, and you know they'll just keep <laughs> posting those memes. It'll be like two hundred days, one hundred and fifty-seven days. Yeah, I mean, people there are. I mean, I, I consider myself a pretty big fan of horror movies and Halloween, but there are people that live it like every day, and I, I'm not to that extent. I do wear, sh- you know, shirts, and I do buy the memorabilia and stuff, but there are people that have way better collection than I do and actually buy like screen use props and things like that. I'm not into that uh, yet, but if, you know, if it's for the right price, I might, (laughs) I might snag a piece or two if it's, you know, Michael Myers related or something like that.
0: Uh, So aside from Michael Myers, you you did mention some of the other movies that are you're into. Um, What other movies you, uh, you could also like talk about. So
1: I like the big, the big three in my eyes are Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, and Friday the Thirteenth. I could watch those movies all the time. There's so many of them. Uh, one of my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movies that I don't think gets enough credit, and I understand why. It's because in the title it literally says Jason takes Manhattan, so you expect Jason to be in New York for the majority of the film. And that's just not the case. He's like in it for like ten minutes of the film, and it's at the very <laughs> end. But I—that's like one of my favorite Jason movies. I don't know why it's, I just really like it. I think it's just because of the the poster. It was originally uh, I Heart New York poster, and like Jason's breaking through and then slashing in it. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a pretty iconic looking poster. Um, for Nightmare on Elm Street, my probably one of my favorite ones is the first one but i also like dream warriors i think that's part five or four i like watching that one a lot i mean freddy cougar got more comedic towards the end of it i like watching freddy versus jason um child's play i I like my favorite child's play is child's play three like I know a lot of people don't like them, but I really don't go with what people like. I like what I like and I I am a fan of Child's Play 3. It's probably one of my favorite Child's Play. Um but other other movies that I like that aren't really franchise based is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I don't know if you've heard it, What? But it's <laughs> Yes, it's definitely that was like the first time I saw a um I I don't remember that actually being on the the movie screens but i saw it on tv that was like one of the first horror movies i was actually able to watch on tv and i don't know what it is i just love it and everyone that i know loves that movie too it's just a cult classic now and i actually have one of those masks i think i got fatso he's a he's a big fat clown in the movie but there's something about that movie that is just so cool it's so cheesy but i love it and i know a lot of people love it too if you haven't seen it you should definitely check out Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It um, sounds
0: very 90s. Is it 90s.
1: It's actually it's actually a, uh, mid-80s, maybe? Okay. If you see it, you'll, you'll be like, oh, yeah, this is an 80s movie. But it's, it's so crazy. I love watching that movie. Christine is one of my favorite movies. It's about the car that's possessed. A lot of my mo- the movies that I like, too, are made by Stephen King. Like It, oh, Misery. Okay uh christine Cujo. i love all those movies silver bullet stephen king makes a lot of good uh movies that translate into horror um let me see what else that i like let's
0: uh aside from the uh movies do you also go into like know there's sometimes there's book versions or book uh reads
1: Right. No, I, I don't actually read comics or novels, but I do have a Halloween four novel that I've never actually read, but I I bought it cause it had the Michael Myers mask on and it looks really cool. And, and I, I know it's, I think it's sought after too. And I remember buying it like at a garage sale. I'm like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And I paid maybe like a quarter or <laughs> 10 cents or something. And now like I see people post it cause I'm in, memorabilia sites too on Facebook and every now and then if I see a nice deal I'll buy it. But I saw someone just post it for like fifty bucks and somebody bought it and I was like, what? That's nuts.
0: I'll dog to that. Yeah,
1: I'm not gonna sell it. It's it's in my bookcase with you know the five or six books I actually own. I mainly watch movies I don't hardly ever watch um or I don't hardly ever read books. And I do want to let you know like during this time of COVID and the pandemic I feel like I've averaged about one or two horror movies a week, and I watch wow. them on all platforms. Yeah, I watch them on YouTube. There's a there's a lot of uh, free movies on YouTube. If if anyone's ever interested, you just type in '80s horror movies.' They're not always the greatest, <laughs> but there are some ones that you've heard of before that are on there, like Piranha and mm-hmm. and uh, you know things like that. And a lot of people have heard Piranha. I use Tubi too. They have a lot of older '80s, '70s movies. It's Tubi, and then Amazon Prime has a lot of horror movies too. Right now, I'm I'm um, gonna watch probably tomorrow's Summer of Fear. It's a TV movie that was directed by Wes Craven and it has Linda Blair from The Exorcist. So I'm kind of interested to in see how that goes. I I I like watching them all TV movies. You know, even people that have made their own camcorder movies, I've seen this movie called Blood Lake. It was not a very good movie. You could tell they used a straight-up 80s camcorder. <laughs> but once I'm into it, yeah, it's bad. Like, if you ever if you ever watch Blood Lake, just know you're in for a bad time because it's, like, all over the place. But it's cheesy, and I watched it. And normally... My rule is if I start watching it and 10 minutes in, if I can't get get into it, I'll stop. But if I do, then I'll just finish it through no matter how cheesy or bad it is. So that one must have hooked me for the first 10 minutes because I watched it all the way through.
0: You know, funny enough, another thing that I recently saw for scary film, scary movie fan people are video games. There are some video games being popped up now also for or involving scary movie characters and stuff. Yeah. I
1: saw um, in the horror movie group, there was a Call of Duty uh leatherface skin or outfit mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. I believe Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees has popped up in a Mortal Kombat game or one of those yeah. type games was fighting games. Uh, yeah, so I haven't actually bought any. I'm not really into video games, but I know they are. I guess crossing genres and whatnot, and getting into these more popular games somehow with a skin or, an, or an, an actual character to p- be played with. I know I saw people they would customize their characters to look like them as well, but not actually be an actual character in the game.
0: It feels like the fandoms like go so far and wide, even. Uh, in non-English speaking countries, they they just love the uh, horror film genre and these particular characters. Yes, yeah, so
1: there's actually um, Italian horror films. They're called giallo films. Mm-hmm. I've only seen a few, and the two that I have seen were actually pretty good. The two I saw were Torso, that was made in the '70s, I believe, and another one was called Phenomena, and it actually had had um. Donald Pleasance, who plays Loomis in the, uh, the first Halloween, and that's pretty much the only reason why I watched it, because I knew it was one of those giallo horror Italian horror films. And it also had Jennifer Connelly; I think she was thirteen or fourteen, and she played this character that's like a psychic to bugs, and they're trying to figure out who this uh, person is killing all these uh, girls in <laughs> in a uh, in this uh, all girls school. So I know I should have said spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Phenomena, but it's actually really good. And they have a lot of music, kind of crazy music and stuff that kind of set the tone. And I I really liked it. And I really liked Torso uh, as well. If you guys ever want to check those two out, you should definitely do that.
0: So the films, the books, now video games and music, which is also super iconic for each movie.
1: Yes. So, like people and myself included, Mm -hmm. I've made a song about Halloween uh, with my band, Fu Hobby. You go on YouTube and type out Fu Hobby, which is F U H A B I, and then Halloween. You can hear my song uh, dedicated to it's pretty much Michael Myers and, and, uh, you kind of have to listen to it. It's about six minutes long, and it's pretty much the beginning of the the intro of the movie. And I, I wrote it from what I thought little six year old Michael Myers why he was a little upset and why he would kill his uh, his sister that babysits him. <laughs> so if you if you guys ever want to hear it, very very cool. I, it was inspired by uh, my fiance Yesenia. I was just playing around with some two some chords. It's just a two chord song. And she was like, wow, that sounds kind of super creepy. You should make a movie or uh, you should make a song about that movie Halloween that you like. I'm like, yeah, I could do that. And the way that I sing it's kind of creepy, too. And it just it kind of evolved from there, the two chords. And then I came up with the melody and I just fit it to to the to the movie Halloween. But there's other songs. There's been a Freddie rap <laughs> that's been out there. I think it <laughs> I think it's uh. I, I can't remember the artist, but there's a Freddy rap out there. Just the, even the Friday the 13th, the, 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 no. the, that gets sampled a lot in different types songs. Um, the, even in Nightmare on Elm Street, the one, two, Freddie's coming for you. That is just so iconic. And a lot of people, I mean, you hear that all the time when you go go out there to the conventions and stuff. They like singing that little nursery rhyme, but yeah, it's definitely got gotten into mainstream and people have talked about Freddie and, and like, I've heard I've heard uh, like rap songs talk about Freddie Krueger and Michael Myers and Jason. And I, it's, it's pretty cool that, that they do that. And I'm pretty excited that I wrote that song about Michael Myers. And I hope that, I hope your audience listens to it.
0: Cause uh, they're not just horror films. But they're just everybody knows. General public knows who these characters are. Uh, specifically, even in in normal shows, they pay little homages. Especially like in their Halloween episodes, they'll copy an yes. iconic scene from a specific. Yeah, movie.
1: yeah. There was even a. There was even a a show i think it was on fox called scream queens that did have jamie lee curtis and i did watch it because she was in it and they they did a, a homage to to psycho the shower scene because her mom was um janet lee who was the she spoiler alert if you haven't seen psycho she was <laughs> the one that got <laughs> stabbed in the shower so they kind of she kind of did an homage to her mom and even halloween h2o uh jamie lee's mom janet lee is Mm -hmm. in that movie she plays a character and there's a part where she tells uh jamie lee to have a happy halloween and in the background is the original car from psycho so it's like kind of crazy and it's and like you said mainstream i've seen videos where uh kane Hodder, who's played jason voorhees he shows up to i think it was jay leno and he just sits there in his in costume as jason (laughs) voorhees and, you know, Jay Leno's trying to talk to him. Freddy Krueger, even in even in his movies, he's done a sequence where he's, uh, I think he's talking to Johnny Carson or somebody. And, you know, he, he's popped up in there. And I think he's even done uh, appearances in costume or in, in makeup for, like, Letterman or somebody. But, yeah, it's like that stuff's become a normal. I was kind of hoping to see Bill Skarsgård who plays It or Pennywise in the new uh, It movie. I was kind of hoping to see him dress up in character, but he didn't as Pennywise. <laughs> that would have been pretty cool if he did.
0: Um, What would you say are, uh, I'm pretty sure you probably know him off the top of your head, and I know Halloween, uh, it's not, there's probably not that many, but iconic Halloween, like, scary movie phrases that you you think are some of your favorite, or you think that everybody already remembers and knows? Right, so the, the nursery rhyme, like I said, the one,
1: two, Freddy's coming for you. You, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you you heard that rhyme, you, you instantly go to Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, for Halloween, man, I've seen it so much that, I don't know what would stick out, but maybe like everyone's entitled it's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare or you can't kill the boogeyman. That's a pretty popular line. And then and then you see, you know, Michael Myers pop up. Um, let's see for I can't really think of too many quotes. I I know in Freddy versus Jason, that he, he says the only thing to fear is fear itself. I thought that was a pretty cool quote. Um, in Friday the Thirteenth, she I like when she says, "He's my my special boy" or, and whatnot, you know. Like after she just done killed five or six people,
0: yeah. Man.
1: there's there are someone um, I know in Halloween too. I like this part where Michael Myers is driving. He he drives past the girls and and one of the girls goes, "Hey jerk, speed kills," and he just <laughs> like jams those brakes, and like it's they're like oh. You know, they're they're like, uh, I didn't think he heard me, you know, that part always was like, oh man, it's a pretty cool part.
0: Um, have you yourself, uh, ever thought of maybe being an extra in the scary movie or something? I know, man. No, but when Halloween
1: 2018 came out, I did run across a site that posted the, uh, extras listing or casting. But it was in North Carolina, I believe. And I was like, there's no way I could be an extra. But if anyone ever wants to give me an opportunity to be an extra or like uh, somebody in the background, I don't have to play any. I don't even have to speak. If you want to put me in your movie, I'm more than welcome to do it. I would love to be in a horror movie uh, as an extra or or whatever role you want me to because, you know. I I think I have a unique look. If you watch this on YouTube, you'll see I I kind of have this unique look right now, and it's also due to the pandemic. But uh, <laughs> I really not putting too much stock into how I look right now. But yeah, I would love to be an extra in a movie, Halloween, obviously. But if it's any other movie, I really don't care. I, I don't mind.
0: Um, do you uh go to, or I'm pretty sure you have um, well, uh. I guess, like, Halloween movie festivals. Is there such a thing, like, uh, scare movie festivals? I don't know. There may be. I think it's more
1: geared towards conventions, though. Okay. Uh, I know I know. there's one called Texas Frightmare Weekend, and they have a lot of horror people. I That's probably on my bucket list, too, to go to one of those. I believe it's in Dallas. Um, but I don't know if there's festivals. If there is... You know, I haven't seen it in the area that I live in, and I don't really see them posted on on the groups.
0: What is Halloween is literally this Saturday. What is what is your queue? What is your playlist for scary movies? Okay, so I'm going
1: to be so on Saturday. I'm obviously going to wake up. Mm-hmm. I'll probably wear a horror shirt. It may not necessarily be Halloween, but I it'll be a horror shirt. I'll eat and then. I'm hoping around noontime I can watch at least three scary movies. Now, my fiancé is not into scary movies <laughs> at all. I don't know how she puts up with me because my the room I'm in literally right now is full of scary stuff. She does not ever come in this room, hardly ever. But she is such a good fiancé that she's willing to watch horror movies with me. So... We've been watching every Friday the 13th. We've been watching one Friday the 13th. So we're on part three. So I, I want to watch part three with her. That's mm-hmm. one of them. I want to watch Halloween 2, the 1981, the 1981 uh, sequel. And then the third one, I'm debating on what I want to watch. I'm kind of going to let her kind of decide what she wants. But if she doesn't pick anything, then it's probably going to be one of these obscure cheesy 1980s movies from like Tubi or Amazon Prime. I I haven't really uh checked their if they've updated any new uh movies but the third one is up in the air right now but for sure we want to watch Friday 13 part three and Halloween two because she hasn't seen them and what I like to do is since she doesn't she like she scares easily <laughs> <laughs> And she, she knows I do this, but I like to count how many times she gets scared because I'm already numb to it. Like, I've seen all these movies. I don't get scared anymore. I already know what's going to happen. So, like, most of the time, I'm just watching her, knowing there's going to be a jump scare or some kind of scary part. And I'll just see her and see if she's going to jump or not. And if she, if she does, I'll keep a, a count in my head on how many times she's jumped or got scared or flinched or whatnot. And, and she's... she's She's a she's a good sport, and she's like, yeah, I did I did scare a lot, you know. But <laughs> I'm so grateful that she is willing to watch them with me because she does not like scary movies at all. Opposites attract, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? At least in this instance, we have a lot in common. This is not one of them. Like right now, she's downstairs doing her own thing, and I'm in my man cave room with all this stuff, and she probably won't come in until I leave this room. <laughs> she hates the mask I have so many masks uh for Michael Myers opinion. I um one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve I think I have like twelve different masks
0: wow
1: yeah it's and so that's not even that many there's more people that have probably like twenty thirty forty. But I try to get just the mask that I like mm-hmm. um And my goal is to get all the Halloween masks. I think I'm just missing part four, and I think I'm missing part two one of the one of the masks. Uh, it's called um it's not the Ben Tramer mask. It's the hospital mask or I don't remember what it's called, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying to get those masks. I want to get all the Halloween ones. Then I have like Sam from Trick or Treat. That's actually a pretty cool movie. Okay. It's like four four different stories into one. It's like Creep Show. Have you ever seen Creep Show? Where they have like four different tales uh, of scary little type. It, they're like 15, 20 minutes long. It's those type of stories. And that's what actually Halloween three was supposed to be. Was after Halloween three, they're gonna make four a different type of Halloween movie, but everyone Hated it, and they wanted Michael Myers back, and that's why he came back in Part Four.
0: Um, do you think that the the directors uh, do listen a lot to the fandom when it comes to? Scary
1: I, I I think they do. Um, Blum, uh, Jason Blum from Blumhouse, he is. I think it helps when you're actually a, a fan of the original films and you reach out to the original people and get their blessing and whatnot. Because I know he's gotten uh, John Carpenter's blessing, but there are so many little things that. He does to bring back the original stuff like he's bringing back uh, Kyle Richards, who played Lindsay, the little girl from the original Halloween. I believe she's going to be in this next film. He brought back, like I said, Nick Castle. He references, uh, you know, certain things that, ha- that were done in the first movie that kind of are coming coming back into these newer movies. When I was reading those casting calls, they also were looking for cars from that era, which leads me to believe that they're going to try to do a flashback scene in in one of these next two movies Uh, i'm not sure what it's going to be but they wanted cars from that from 1978 era, Mm -hmm. and i'm hoping they do do a flashback scene it'd be pretty awesome to see uh, how michael myers survived or you know how they captured him because he gets obviously captured if he's in the asylum in, in 2018 so it would really be really cool if they did a flashback scene and kind of explain that.
0: Cool how you could have like a, a car from the nineteen seventies and have it featured on a on a horror film. If yeah, if, even well forty now. years later. <laughs> yeah, people co- still hold on to
1: those cars, but I imagine like they're really strict about how they want it to be used. You know, you're not you don't want to be wrecking forty something <laughs> year old cars. Yeah, but yeah, people still collect them in and I don't know, maybe they charge them a fee or something to use their car and just to have it parked in the, you know, in the background somewhere. I don't have one of those type cars. Otherwise, you know, it would really be cool to have a car from 1978, but I don't and I don't think I'd want one. Maybe a Mustang. (laughs)
0: Um, When it comes to like you were saying how your fiance started to horror films. What do you think would be a good film that you would say would ease people? Or, oh let's say like to to Easy Man. yeah Easy Man, or what do you say would be a good first slasher film for someone to watch ah uh,
1: to ease them in oh my gosh <laughs> and, uh if they're not well, see I, I watched Friday the 13th and it doesn't scare me more but i already know when all the jumps parts and and stuff so like that's gonna happen but if you want I would say Child's Play, just because it's a little doll, you know, and he's really not that scary. It was it's more scary if you're a kid and you have dolls like that. Mm-hmm. I think child's play would be a good one to to watch. Scream too, it's not too scary. Um and it's a really good movie. I like Scream. Maybe I know what you did last summer. Those those type of movies that were made in the the late nineties. Um, the faculty. I, I don't even know if that's really a horror movie. It's kind of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers meets high school. Um, but that's a that's another good one I like to watch. The Craft, if you're into that kind of stuff too, that's a good one to ease yourself into. But as far as the 70s and 80s, um, I don't know if I I I I wouldn't I would recommend it because a lot of them do have those <laughs> those suspenseful jump jumpy scenes too.
0: I bet. uh, So if you were to go back in time, uh, do you think you would have enjoyed these films like as a much older person? Or you think since you were when you were a kid or you were younger, you watched them and and the fantasy was just more hardcore.
1: Yeah. I, I wonder that sometimes too. Like if I was an adult in 1978 or 1980, when these movies were all being made, would I be as scared? And I don't think I would because, now that I've like, now that I've seen them, after you watch them so many times, you become numb to it, and they're not near as scary. And as a society as a whole, I think we start we we start seeing we're pushing the limits on things. So when you watch a lot of these older movies, I'm kind of there, just sit, sitting there, kind of bored, knowing knowing what's going to happen next. Too, like I've seen so many movies, like oh yeah, this is going to happen pretty soon, and sure enough, it happens. So I think. The when I was born, <laughs> not not disrespecting to anyone else who was born before me or after me, but I think when I was born it was is it kind of the right time to be born because I was born in uh er you know mid 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 eighties early eighties I guess. And that's right around the time all these slasher films were were being made. So by the time I was five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, I had a lot of movies to to choose from. When we could rent movies, <laughs> I know this sounds so I sound so old right now, <laughs> but you, kids back in the day used to go to a video store called Blockbuster and rent these movies. And so, like, I would have so many so many selection because Jaws had like three sequels by the time I was ten, you know. Nightmare on Elm Street already had a few sequels. So did Halloween. So did Friday the 13th. So and Psycho. Psycho had like four or five, I believe. So I had a lot to choose from. And then as I got older, they started remaking these films and whatnot. So I got to see see them again in a different light. But, you know, ju- this is just me. But mm-hmm. I think I was born at the right time for all these movies to come out. And it wouldn't have had a, a big of an impact if I was an adult at that time um that's just my my belief and i'm not trying to disrespect anyone older <laughs> or younger than me cuz <laughs> they may have a different
0: opinion um i know like one thing that now has even become more popular is um series with like netflix and your hulu's and your your amazon primes do you think uh an actual scary film could be like a slasher could maybe be brought back in the idea of a series or do you think uh, I know, stories are meant to be a movie, a one-hour, 30-minute capsule?
1: Yeah, I know they've tried to do... Like, Nightmare on Elm Street had a series, but it wasn't really Freddy Krueger-driven. It was kind of more like these anthologies. Even Friday the 13th had some something similar, and they just didn't catch on. I think there's maybe one or two seasons. So when it comes to that, I think they're more built to be films, it, it's. Re- I feel like it'll be really hard to to do like a 13 episode season or, or even a 10 episode season of uh, a slasher. Although they did kind of do it with screen Queens with Fox. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that. And I like that show. I think it worked, but now I think it should just stick to films. I don't know if necessarily any series would work. Like I wouldn't classify Stranger Things as horror, but it, it does work for for its audience the way it is. And it's more of creature driven. Uh, you know, cause I, I forget what it's called, uh that creature, but that works. I think it would work if it's more creature based. Like if you had uh like Pacific Rim, the Kaiju's, if you had that like as a series, I think that would work, or like Godzilla type creatures, but I don't think with the slasher, it, it just seems like if you did 10 1 hour episodes it would just dilute it i think you're better off doing an hour and a half maybe 2 hour film of your slasher and just give a really good story
0: so to and you have hopes that one day slasher films will come back i
1: would <laughs> i have hopes yes i love watching them um even if they kind of go back to just doing, you know, like April Fool's Day or, or, you know, Valentine's Day stuff and it winds up being like a Cupid killer. I'm OK with that. I wish they would come back, but I think it's just hard to think of characters and giving them a backstory because a lot of this stuff has already been done and coming up with fresh new ideas. I feel is is really hard, um, even when I think of movies that I would want to make. It's really hard to come up with a slash of character because now you have to have, you know, well, what weapon is he going to use? Well, what are you going to name him? You know, yeah. why see after these people? You have to come up with a good backstory. And if I feel if you don't have a good name to it or or if you're, you don't have a unique weapon or something to that to, to separate your story. From other slashers it's just not going to work and i I think that's why they've kind of stopped being made because i don't see anyone really separating from those main people the big three i call them Mm
0: -hmm. it's just so so unique to create there's so many factors to it it's kind of hard to come up with an original idea
1: yeah, I, yeah, and and a lot of the slasher films are copycat films. I can't remember the name of this movie, but they literally had like three or four scenes from Halloween. Pretty much, they copied that, and then the, even the music was was ex- pretty much the exact same. They just sped it up and added a little a few notes here and there. <laughs> I wish I could remember the name of that movie because I was watching the movie. I was like, man, this is just, this is exactly like Halloween. They just <laughs> changed it up you know what i think it was a tom hanks movie it was like his first film he made oh i don't remember the name of it but man he knows you're alone i think it's you know he knows you're alone or one of those type movies so i like watching these old 80 ones 80 movies because you see people that you normally wouldn't see like i saw a movie with daryl hannah i think she plays a mermaid in splash or one of those she was in the final tear and as it was actually a pretty good movie i I enjoy watching it it's always fun seeing these 80s movies and i'm like oh man that guy i know that person or like wow they're big time now like jennifer aniston is in the in the first leprechaun <laughs> and you know that was made in 94 95 <laughs> I, I really don't remember and she wasn't very well known then but now she's gone through friend did friends and it's like when you watch leprechaun you're like what jennifer aniston's in there what the heck you know even jennifer love hewitt kind of blew up with i know what you did last summer which is a a scary movie i mean yeah she was in i believe party of five just a little a minor role but once she did that film she kind of just blew up from there so it's always interesting to see these big name actors in these films like Friday the 13th, Kevin Bacon. That's yeah. I believe one of his first movies, even Johnny Depp. He's that's his first feature film is Friday. Uh, excuse me. Nightmare on Elm street. That's like his first feature film. He had done a TV series. I think you had been doing 21 jump street, but you get to see Johnny Depp and these big time names. You know, blow up later on. Jamie Leclerc, oh, she was an unknown at the time. It like her first big time film. And now she's in all kinds of stuff. Like she's done mm-hmm. other Halloween movie, Halloween type movies like Prom Night, Terror Train. She's in uh, True Lies, which is in a you know, isn't a horror movie, but she's, she blew up and did trading spaces too, or trading places, excuse me. So it's so interesting to see these older movies where, where like one actor just blows up right afterwards. And it might not be because of that movie, but they were definitely in it at one time. Uh, Even Kevin Bacon went back and and did Tremors because his career was, from what I read, was not doing so well. And he blew up again after Tremors. (laughs) So it's like, it's kind of nuts. Emilio Estevez is in one of my favorite uh, Stephen King movies that he actually directed himself, Maximum Overdrive. So it's kind of cool that they get these big names in there as well. Like, I'm, I'm, I like, I like that. Just it's seeing a movie like, oh man, I know that guy. Like, or, or like, is that
0: Tom Hanks? Like, really? That's crazy. I guess it's like a, the, uh, it's a rite of passage, like they have to do, or at some point they start it from scary films. Like, you know, what? I'm pretty sure they were like, oh, I want to do a scary movie. Can you give it? like they talk to their agent? Yeah, I I bet
1: back in, in, I I don't know, maybe they think, well, if I'm in a scary movie, that'll help help me out, and it probably it has helped some people, but then then you. There's the the other end of that spectrum where you only seen him in that movie, too. So you kind of don't want to get, you know, I guess, typecasted or just shunned because you did a specific movie like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a good example of this. All those people that were in that movie really didn't do much afterwards. But since it was such a cult following, you know, they were able to make a decent living doing these conventions and doing autographs and, and taking pictures and whatnot. But, like, if you look at Marilyn Burns or Gunnar Hansen, who plays Leatherface, they really didn't do too much after that movie. And, I, I you know, I'm not knocking at or anything, but sometimes, you, you know, you may just be recognized for that one movie you do. And, I mean, I'm sure people are okay with that, too.
0: Yeah, because I would be good. okay with it, so- They'll get that big fandom that you're part of. Well,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: I want to thank you for being on the show, Brett. This was, uh, I'm pretty sure you could go for hours and be to an interesting topic. Yes. Um, well,
1: you're very welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love horror movies. I love talking about them. If anyone ever wants to reach out to me, like you said, my, my username is Fuhabi Music. It's all one word. I am I, I do make music, but I will talk to you about horror films and stuff. And if if you ever want any ideas, I have a lot of films that I think are very <laughs> underrated. And like Sweet 16, I really like that movie. Very underrated. Phantasm. Slumber Party Massacre. I like that one. It's very underrated. Town That Dreaded Sundown. Things like that. Scarecrows is actually a pretty good one. So if you guys ever reach out, DM me or, or private message me, I'll hit you back.
0: What uh? What platforms are these that you are on? Sorry.
1: So I'm on Facebook, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. So you just type in "Fuhabi Music" and I'll pop up.
0: And that's where they can check out that cool mix. Uh, yeah, you can definitely hear
1: the Halloween. Yeah, so I, it's it's a very rough demo of it. We plan on actually. Going in the studio, but if you want to hear that Halloween song, just type Foo Hobby Halloween" in YouTube, and you'll, it'll pop up. It's like about a six-minute song, but I think you'll like it.
0: Um, well, and also, like, maybe if you're walking in San Antonio and you see this pretty good person in a in a like Myers costume, it just might be Brent. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it may be me. So Halloween, if they allow trick or treating which i think they're kind of on the fence about but if you see me in a i have the 2018 mask so i'll be wearing the 2018 mask blue overalls and black boots chances are it's probably going to be me don't try talking to me because i won't say anything to you i will stay in character and i may not or just be like like this <laughs> <laughs> i i don't really acknowledge you too much so yeah if i don't if i don't talk back then it's definitely you know it's me
0: there you go, well, thank you so much for being on the show, Brett. It was such a fun conversation. Learned so much like it's crazy how there's such big universe behind scary movies. yeah,
1: it's nuts and i I love it. Thank you so much for inviting me i I was I'm definitely honored
0: so and thank you, the listener for being uh for listening to this episode of your Way with no way uh. As you, as just a quick reminder, this episode of the podcast is available on all major streaming platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music, as well as a video version will be available on YouTube, where you can see some of the cool art that Brett has right behind him. You could take a quick shot. Yeah, let me get,
1: let me try to get some more for you guys.
0: Yeah, it's some crazy paintings of a lot of iconic, like you said, the the big three, big four. A scary movie people and some of his Halloween uh collection right there. That is so cool. So yeah, and
1: then I uh, has some Halloween
0: memorabilia right there. So you could check that out in the YouTube video. Um and then thank you so much. And you can follow me at Yosoy Noe Noe on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to chat mit- with me anytime about this podcast episode or any other previous one, I also do go live on Twitch. Uh, I finally came up with a schedule: uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday will be the schedule for me for Twitch. Uh, once again, thank you for listening. My name is Noah, and this is Brent Smith's way. Thank you. Thank you.